Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 213 with a review of The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases, television shows, and web series from the past week and beyond. Generally, each week you're going to get a couple different episodes. You will get uh, some reviews. Uh, this week we're actually going to have a lot of reviews, so you're going to get a review of this review of Incredible, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, a review of Upside Down, which is out in limited release, a review of Spring Breakers, a review of The Crudes, and a review of Olympus Has Fallen. Um, as I said, normally there would also be a trailer talk segment where we discuss some trailers that came out um, on the internet recently, and also a what we've been watching segment where we discuss some of the things we've been watching outside of the podcast, but this week... So we're just cranking out those five reviews. Um, we're not going to have time to get to some other episodes. Obviously, we had a little week off there. Uh, Carson, and I have, Carson and I have been dealing with uh, some different uh, sicknesses <laughs> and uh, plagues and pestilence that have uh, riddled us and caused us to not be able to either see movies or record at certain yes. times. Yes, well... Uh- I, I somehow caught the Burt Wonderstone plague where I saw everything but Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> <laughs> I literally saw every movie. I saw The Croods and Olympus Has Fallen before they even came out. Nice. And uh, before I could even get to Burt Wonderstone, um, which I, I finally saw. We're recording Monday. I finally saw it yesterday. Yeah. Good, so. <laughs> good thing, too, because... <laughs> You're like, you're like, oh yeah. By the way, I still haven't seen it yet. Um, but we can review it anyways. <laughs> I was homeless to that point where I was just like, I'll just guess. I'll just judge by the trailer. You'll just use magic to decide whether or not this film was any good. I, I will. I will see into the future and uh, review it. But yeah, I mean, as people can probably tell from my voice, I, uh, I'm also still, still kind of sick. I mean, I woke up this morning and I was like, holy crap, dude, if I have to not record again tonight, I'm just going to quit. But I'm suffering through it. Hopefully you can suffer through it too. Um, I sound a lot better. Just like we suffered through these movies. (laughs) Hey, wait till we get everything. I mean, some of them might be good. I don't know. Um, But... But yeah, we're going to try to power through these reviews, try to catch you up, um, make up for that last week we had, and hopefully my voice, uh, you know, makes it through this and, uh, you know, we can crank out some good episodes for you. So, Carson, what do you say we just jump right into our first review? Yes, abracadabra. (laughs) Well, we are going to uh, hop into a magic hat and play the trailer for The Incredible Burt Wonderstone and then come out and uh, let you know what we thought of this film. Listen to me, Bert. Nobody likes you. Nobody will ever like you. Welcome to the amazing world of magic. Wow. (laughs) Everyone loves a magician, and they'll love you too. Do you want to be my partner? More than anything. I'm Bert Wonderstone. And I'm Anton Marvelton. But of course, you already knew that. Your ticket sales suck. <laughs> what? Steve Gregg, they're calling him the future of magic. This guy's a magician. He doesn't even have a costume. I'm sure you've seen people walk on red hot coals, but I doubt you've seen anyone spend the night on red hot coals. Oh. 
I'm sexy and I know it. You need to do something fresh. So this is where old entertainers go to die. Mm-hmm. And some not so old. May I see that for a minute? Watch this. What have you done? I'm a magician. Should have explained that to you earlier. You're Rance Holloway. I had your magic kit as a kid. I'll give you your money back. What you're feeling right now, that's why you became a magician. How did you do that? I was partially deboned. What you do is not magic. It's natural for a dying leaf to be frightened by the autumn wind. Your skin makes me cry. We need some sort of grand illusion. You and Bert Wonderstone plan to stay in the box an entire week? It's only been 20 minutes! For 12 days, he's held his unit. What is going through your mind? I really have to pee, Richard. It's time for my final disappearing act. He has gone to a better place. Goodbye, Rance. He's under the bed. I know. All right, so here we have the incredible Burt Wonderstone. In this film, we have characters Burt and Anton are lifetime friends, and they grew up being, uh, you know, super into magic, and they developed this successful career doing magic shows and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, times are changing, and the magic world is kind of skewing towards less of the old theatrical style magic and more to like the street magician and uh you know these guys ticket sales are sucking and they have to figure out what they're going to do to try to survive you know their own egos um and the changing world of magic and try to get back to what it is that made them fall in love with magic as they were kids carson did this trick work for you or did you see through the smoke and mirrors and uh not enjoy it i don't know (laughs) i didn't i did not get that uh warm fuzzy feeling that you're supposed to get when you do your first magic trick um sad i this movie really feels like a forgotten comedy from like 1998 or something it really is just very unfunny a pretty pretty slog to watch like it's very very, very long, drawn out. It's very predictable. And, uh, I mean, the bottom line is it's just really dumb. Like, it's not funny at all. It's not dumb funny. Maybe it thinks it is. I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like this kind of material isn't something that, like, I feel like they've missed the boat on this. Like, I like, does anyone really care about magic, like, anymore? Like, do they really care about these, like, street magicians and, like, the whole idea of parroting, uh, like, Chris Angel or David Blaine, like, those kind of guys. Like, I feel like that ship has sailed a long time ago. Um, and maybe there could have been some, uh, like, there could have been some comedy gold to be mined from uh, a subject like this. But this movie does not go about it in any way that's entertaining. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, I did not have an incredible time watching this film. <laughs> you weren't Marvel tunned by it. I was not. No, I mean, I, I did. I didn't even really chuckle in places. It was just so dead. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how your theater reacted, but granted, there weren't very many people when I saw it in the theater. But it's just like everyone just 
they just sounded like they were asleep. I, I, it I think, just it was like playing to crickets. I think my audience had a little bit better reaction during the screening I was in than yours. Um, I don't think it was really a huge, a huge successful hit or anything. But I think people were were laughing at little things here and there. There's actually one visual gag that was like. It's a visual gag that isn't the primary focus of that moment in the scene, but it had me literally r- rolling on the floor laughing. Which raffling? Was, yes, I was I was raffling. Wait, all are you the talking place. about the scene at the very end, like right before the credits? No, I'm talking about the scene where it's right after in the trailer. Um, you know, right after the scene where Jim Carrey says, "Your skin makes me cry," and yeah. the way he exits that scene, just for some reason the visual gag of what he does to oh, leave yeah. that moment like, yeah i remember now that was like i literally laughed and kept laughing and had to try not to still be laughing as the <laughs> next scene began because for some, whatever reason that was incredibly see, hilarious okay me. i had a similar moment but i'm sure it's uh, a moment that no one thought was funny but i there are moments in this movie that are like that that are just so random and out of out of nowhere that it needed to be the whole movie needed to be like that, I felt like. Um, but the part that the, the only part that really did it for me was it's it's in the trailer, the scene where he's watching Steve Carell's watching uh, Jim Carrey's show. Yeah. And in the trailer, it's him having to pee. But in the movie, it's like him doing something else. I can't remember what, but he changes the channel and it's James Gandolfini like <laughs> oh, get, promoting get, his hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just all like. Come to Bali's. Yeah, we got steak. Like, it's just so, you just so monotone and like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, indifferent about it that I was just like, he just summed up the entire movie. Yeah. Well, his, his reaction was like he just saw a screening of the movie. Well, I, I, I will share a little something about myself here. Um, I, when I was little, was actually really, really into magic. Um, even as I got a little bit older, I was super into magic. I actually, um, I actually got asked to a dance by a girl and turned her down because I had David Copperfield tickets. Oh my and... gosh. <laughs> so, um <Turtle> alert. <laughs> So, uh, like even though the like even though the trailer for this film didn't really look that interesting, I I was interested in the aspect of like the old style magic meets this new style magic and what's what's going to happen there. And and I think the the serious parts in the story of this film are are actually interesting on some level like not like in a good quality level but there is a cute story that is happening like basically with the existence of Jim Carrey's character and like basically the only there's there's two characters in this film that are actually sort of playing the film straight and that would be you know Rance Holloway or whatever like the you know the older magician and Olivia Wilde's character like those yeah. two, those two people, like the film, they're that, not playing characters. Yeah, like the film that they could have been in, that was like a really like an act, like I don't want to say like a serious drama, but I mean, I I kind of wish that this film as a whole would have played it a little more straight and been a little bit more dramatic because there is an interesting story here of these two performers who whose craft is dying because they're not hip and young anymore, and the way they try to compete and get back to the root of magic. I mean. Like, obviously, there's no way this film ever had a chance to come anywhere close to, like, you know, what Hugo was. 
but like i wish that they had a little more hugo spirit in them and like tried to to like say something about um about the you know the tradecraft of magic in general but really it's kind of like it feels like the film is set up as a skit where just magic is the backdrop for this act they're doing like because really like steve carell i think like lowers the quality of this film in that his character really he's just playing this like crummy dude who's kind of like one note and not yeah, very they're, interesting they're, at all yeah he's just a total a-hole and i mean it's the same arc we've seen before where it's like pompous a-hole realizes you know he gets back to his roots and realizes uh his his dream and you know becomes better and yada yada but 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 he's playing like a caricature of that that yeah trope. i know like, it, it feels like a snl character who got his own movie yeah, like I, I would prefer if he was actually really awesome, and that's why he had such a big ego was because he, like, if he was like <laughs> like more, uh, David Tennant in the uh, Fright Night remake. Yeah, yeah, like, like I just, I, I just want, I, I don't know, I like, I, I think they could have done more with this film because you know it has, like, I think it's cute and you know, like, I thought there were some funny things in it, but but really, it's not. There's not really any quality anywhere in the film. It sort of just exists, and like Steve Carell is playing it so stupid, and even like Steve Buscemi yeah. is like his character is. I mean, obviously he's less present. He's playing this like little Weasley guy or whatever. But like, it feels like there could have been more, more character building and less like shtick throughout the film, and that would have improved it a lot. Well, I mean, I. I, I will agree with you that magic can be cool. I mean, obviously, we've seen a lot of cool movies that have dealt with magicians. Um, yes. And, you know, there's a movie coming out this summer that we're both really excited for that involves magic. I mean, that just the, the act of magic is there's something, you know, it's fascinating to watch. And, um, you know, I never really got into the whole street magician thing. I always thought that was lame. But, um yeah, I mean, it's it's like if someone pulls it off really well, I mean, it's cool. But I, I just feel like this movie is super dated in the fact that it just it doesn't make anything about magic look cool. Like it just and all the jokes about magic seem very dated. And I, I, I don't know, like, I don't know who this movie was for, you know, like because it's just it's not very funny and it's not it really could have been. They didn't have to be magicians. They you could have swapped them. Like they could have been, you know, dancers or something. It could have been anyone else but yeah, magicians or like stunt writers or something. And yeah, like you know, stuntmen or something in Hollywood. Like it, they could have been any profession and still played the same characters yeah, and had the same. They could have been storyline like, and everything. They could have been like circus clowns, and then Cirque du Soleil comes to Vegas, yeah, and like then they're screwed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Jim Carrey is like a Cirque du Soleil performer, and Steve Carell is like an old school, like Barnum and Bailey performer, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they could have done anything like that, and uh, so I don't think the fact that they're magicians, I don't think matters. I think that's pointless. I, yeah. I don't know. Like it would have been really good is if they just did a movie like, you know what? F it. They could have just remade. Uh, shot for shot remake of the prestige but it's just it's just steve carell <laughs> steve carell and jim carrey um a movie, not... a, a movie of that cal like everyone's playing it so straight and you're just like where are the jokes but that's the joke is that it's it's 
There are none. I, th- I think you would be you would be rattling against this film far worse if this was a shot for shot remake of The Prestige. I would have been a lot more interesting than than this. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's not. It's just it's a it's a waste, really. It's it's a missed opportunity because I think they could have had something really funny here. Like I think Steve Carell. Uh, could have been playing, you know, a character that achieved like a Ron Burgundy esque level, where, like, I, I feel like it's almost like it was almost going for like that Anchorman absurdity, yeah. But it never hit that level, you know, and it it it'll never be around as long as Anchorman. Like, it'll just be like, honestly, like three hours after I saw this movie, I had almost forgotten about it. Like, it's very forgettable. Yeah, well, I still remember Jim Carrey's exit in that one scene. Like, I, still... I mean, yeah. Aside from like these these kind of out of left field moments, where you're just like, oh, like you get glimpses of that kind of absurd humor that I guess they're trying to go for. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, and you're just kind of like, oh, well, too bad the whole thing wasn't like this. Yeah, I think just what it comes down to is they they should have played it a little more straight in general, and also like I wish that like. They were actually good magicians, but the world wanted a different kind of magic now because the fact that, like, they're so terrible and cheesy at what they're trying to do kind of, like, it's hard to, it's hard for you to get behind them and feel sympathy for them, them getting, like, like, for them kind of falling out of grace with the public because they're not really that good. Like, if they were really good, but the world was like, oh, well, we don't care about lights and spectacles yeah, they're spectacles just okay. and costumes yeah like it it that sort of thing kind of i don't know it's just, it's just a weird film overall and it's got a it has a weird tone to it and it's it is it just it's missing a lot of its shots that it's trying to take yeah i mean it doesn't have like the heart or anything that it's going for and like a lot of it feels shoehorned, like especially the romance between Steve Carell and Olivia Wilde is just kind of thrown in last minute. And and honestly, if the humor had been on the same kind of weird, wacky level as the uh, like the final scene before the credits, where they show like the big uh, how they do the big uh, trick, yeah, that would have been good. Like that would have been funny. More stuff like that. Like, that was actually, I thought, was pretty clever. Like, I was like, wow, this is this is actually, like, kind of kind of good, you know, right here. I think their whole, like, from the moment they get on stage for their big final trick, I think, I think all of that is done really well, and that's the quality the film should strive to be the entire time. And that would have made a film that was, like, actually decent, that I could, yeah. you know, recommend on some level. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but like even I, though it's just you know like they're at this competition held by James Gandolfini, it just it just it feels so like it feels like they just took the same formula from something like Karate Kid, like any of these movies. Like we were saying, you could just like switch it out and just be like, oh well, instead of the you know the big magic competition, it's the big fighting competition. I don't know. Well, I, I, I obviously that that that's the case, but I just mean that like. Everything about the presentation of the trick they're trying to pull was was executed perfectly once it got to that scene. Like, them on stage, the story they set up for how the trick's supposed to work. Like, basically everything about them performing that trick was, like, a perfect... Like, if 
if I had only seen that clip, I would have been like, oh, this movie, like, looks like it's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> like, you know, like that, that was something that is, is like far above and beyond anything else in the rest of the film. Yeah. But yeah. And any other more comments about this film before we wrap this up? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, what do you say we just get to our verdicts then for this thing? Carson, if you were going to put this on the scale of a must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must-avoid, where would you place it? I would give it a must-avoid. It's not worth the time. Yeah, this is this is definitely a passable film. I mean, like, when I walked out of it, I wasn't, like... It, it was one of those things where, like, its quality doesn't make me disappointed in having seen it. I would just kind of, like, eh, it was cute, whatever. Like they, I mean, it's it's forgettable, and you know, and on, the main thing though is that it's not funny. It's not very funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like, the humor level is extremely low. Like I said, I mean, like barely any chuckles like throughout. It's 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 just not. I mean, and that's what you come to see this movie for is that you want to laugh. Yeah, like that's 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 what they're trying to sell it as. This is gonna be yeah. a really funny thing, and and. And like, it's definitely a film that nobody should actively seek out and see. But like, I'm no. I'm not completely disappointed that I watched it, um, because you know I enjoyed little parts here and there. But it's something that I would definitely not try to get anybody else to see. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would not recommend it to anyone. So there else. you go. There you go. Two must avoids from each of us. And uh, yeah, that is our review of the incredible Bert. Wonderstone. So, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Cool. People can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at SpoilerWarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. You'll find this review. You'll find also our reviews of Upside Down, Spring Breakers, The Crudes, and Olympus Has Fallen. So watch for those. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter to figure out when all these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from one of the soundtracks to one of these five films that we're reviewing this week. <laughs> um, Whichever one has the most available soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. When I go when I go onto iTunes to purchase this thing. Whichever one has, like, the most tracks is going to be the one that I get. I did buy the Spring Breakers soundtrack, though, so... You wanted to get some Skrillex action going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that is our review of The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. As we said, we got lots more reviews coming up, so make sure you check your feeds for those if you're interested in any of them. And even if you're not interested, check them anyways, because yes. we're, we're fighting sickness and death to bring these to you. We are, yes. Listen to them on three times speed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys in a moment. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Carson, for joining me. Yes, thank you for having me again. And we'll see you guys all in our next review. Bye. <laughs>